Hello and welcome to Elementary on Fuse FM, Manchester's probably Manchester's best science-based radio, radio show. Sorry about a little technical error there. Yes, don't, there's probably going to be a few this week. Yeah, since we Fergus don't know what we're doing. <laughs> We've lost our captain who's steering the ship usually. But anyway, so yeah, slightly different setup this week. Um, but today we have a special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Elizabeth. I'm doing a master's in science communication here at Manchester. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. I have zero technical yeah, experience. So just in case anyone's <laughs> aware, we're all doing the same masters, and we've also got Karis, as usual, and then it's me, Joe, who's sort of well. I guess me and Karis are steering the ship this week. See how it goes. Trying to. Yes, um, but before so anyway, if you haven't guessed already by today's opening song, we're focusing on something that's fairly toxic. Uh, no pun intended there. Um, arsenic. And if you haven't heard anything about arsenic before, you probably already get why it's often been seen as being toxic. So um, before we go over the exciting bits, let's just go over the basics very quickly. Okay, so it's got its atomic number of 33. The symbol is AS. Uh, but why is arsenic called arsenic? You may, you may be thinking at home at 9am in the morning. So <laughs> arsenic has its origin from a Syriac word that I can't pronounce, alzanica or something like that from the persian word zanic meaning yellow and then from the greek word arsenicon which means yellow pigment i think please don't please correct me if i'm wrong and or arsenicos which means potent so yellow pigment potent um this then became arsenicum in latin and then what we all know now as the french word origin word arsenic uh so leading on from yellow pigment arsenic's two most common allotropes are yellow and metallic gray gray arsenic is a brittle shiny solid Yellow arsenic is soft and waxy. Uh, yellow arsenic is reactive and very toxic. It converts to grey arsenic, which exposed well, when exposed to light at room temperatures. Okay, can't read my own <laughs> document here. Uh, in nature, arsenic occurs primarily in its sulf- sulfide form in complex minerals containing silver, lead, copper, nickel, antimony, cobalt, and iron. Arsenic behaves like a metal, really. It's present in the environment naturally, although this has been altered by human activity in recent times. Uh, it can be present in inorganic and organic forms, and inorganic form is the one that's more toxic. That's the one where we all heard of people being poisoned and stuff. Um, it's found in the Earth's crust and in small quantities in rock, soil, water and air, and it's present in more than 200 different minerals, the most common being arsenopyrite, if I've said that right. <laughs> yeah. um, about one-third of arsenic in the atmosphere comes from natural sources, such as volcanoes, and the rest is from man-made sources. So like I was saying before, how human activities altered that um, and due to natural geological contamination high levels of arsenic can be found in drinking water that has come from deep drilled wells this is true for bangladesh india and taiwan where groundwater is a source of drinking water and fun fact the fumes from heat, heated ar- arsenic which forms an oxidation of arsenic uh, produces arsenic tri- trioxide and this smells like garlic so this is probably why it's so success- successful at killing people in their meals <laughs> and unsuspecting victims. So it's the oxidation reaction creating this weird pheno- uh, phenomenon. <laughs> phenomenon. And if arsenic is all by plants from ground- groundwater and soil, it can also lead to food poisoning. So I was saying before how it's in the water. Um, so now a bit about the biology. Um, so despite how poisonous, uh, poisonous arsenic is, uh, a very small amount is considered important for the health of animals. So... Um, Trace quantities of arsenic are an essential dietary element in rats, hamsters, goats, chickens, and probably other species. A few species of bacteria are able to use arsenic compounds as respiratory metabolites. A role in human metabolism is not known. However, arsenic poisoning occurs in 
multicellular life if quantities are larger than needed. Ars- arsenic contamination of groundwater is a problem. So like I was saying before, it's a problem that affects millions of people across the world as well. Because if it's if they've got the wells for the for the water, they might be t- uh, drinking arsenic as well, which can be poisonous, obviously. Um, and then they've also found uh, inorganic arsenic has been found by the FDA to be in foods such as rice. Um, so that's why it can be dodgy to reheat and stuff like that so they advise people to cook rice with excess water then drain to reduce the arsenic content by around one third anyway that's that that's my little <laughs> bit of introduction done i hope you, I didn't, you didn't send you to sleep there very um, interesting yeah. <laughs> hello and welcome back to elementary on fuse fm thanks for that so we've now got elizabeth on to speak about the history of arsenic and yeah take it away elizabeth Thanks very much, Joe. Um, so, You're very welcome. <laughs> so much politeness going on here <laughs> at Fuse FM. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to be talking just for a couple of minutes around um, history and poison, of which there are many, many stories around arsenic, and for some reason seems to be very closely connected to um, the poisoning of particularly women poisoning their husbands. Right. Okay. Um, so there was uh, one one lady called um, Gilia Tafana. Um, so she, um, I think it was a she was a professional poisoner. I've got no idea. <laughs> a professional poisoner. A professional yeah. poisoner. Career goals. <laughs> so um, this person invented Aqua Tafana, which was um, a poison named after her. And what she did was make arsenic-laced cosmetics and instructed women on their use. So she was very sympathetic to the low status of women and most often sold her poison to women trapped in difficult marriages. Um, unfortunately, How did she get away with that? <laughs> I, well, <laughs> apparently um, the authorities became aware of her activities and um, she managed to escape to a church because the locals protected her and got her away. Um, however, in an unfortunate turn of events, uh, there was a rumour claiming she had poisoned the water in the church, so therefore the authorities oh, right. forced their way into the church, dragged Tafana in for questioning, and under torture, she confessed to killing over 600 men with her poisons Jeez, in oh Rome. 600, wow. Yeah, pretty impressive. Right. <laughs> um, another example is, um, so arsenic is known as the king of poisons or the poison of yeah, kings. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Um, and uh, what's interesting, so arsenic, it's colourless, tasteless and odourless. So this is why it's the poison of choice. And apparently... Um, unless it smells like garlic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless your breath smells like garlic, yeah. but <laughs> it depends what you've been eating. Um, what they used to do, um, so... It was also known as the powder of succession, so it could be fed in small amounts to a wet nurse, um, and the poison could be expressed in breast milk and potentially kill infant rivals to the throne, which okay. is oh god, that's like some, sneaky. some sort of Game of Thrones type thing going Absolutely. on. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> terrifying stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you've heard of Napoleon Bonaparte, right? No, I've not heard of no, I have, yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. Some short leader. Yeah, some, you know, military guy. leader. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, people who know a lot of history, but I just don't. <laughs> well, as a quick overview, yeah. um, he was a yeah, big guy during the French Revolution, the first emperor of France, and one of the world's greatest military leaders. However, um, do you know why he died or how he died? Well, if we're on an episode about arsenic, yeah, I'm gonna guess. I could have a guess. Probably. Could it <laughs> yeah. possibly be arsenic yeah. poisoning? 
Well, interestingly, there's been a lot of dispute around his death. Um, so he died on May the 5th, 1821, and an autopsy performed the next day revealed perforation of the stomach due to an ulcer, so he possibly had um, stomach cancer. However, was that the real cause of death? We may never know. So there's a couple of theories out here. The first one could be around political murder. So the British and the French royalists uh, just wanted him out the way once and for all, so poisoned him through arsenic. Um, it could have been a revenge murder. So um, apparently Napoleon had an affair, fathered a child with Ooh. the wife of the Count of Montholon. Um Apparently he had charge of his wine cellar and food. So could he have poisoned the wine? Potentially. We don't know, though, do we? We can't, we can't know. Is that right? We may never know. We'll never know. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the most interesting ones is, um, is, well, potentially he could have been poisoned through his wallpaper. So right, okay. we may be discussing... How does that work? I know, right? So apparently the wallpaper where he lived was painted with something called Shields Green. Um, so it's a paint that contains an arsenic compound called copper arsenide. Um, so when that uh, wallpaper is attacked by certain moulds that could be present in uh, the damp environment of his house, um, arsenic would have been released into the air. And I don't know if you've read Bill Bryson's book, At Home. Um, it's a really good book. Oh, I haven't. I definitely no, recommend I haven't read. it. It tells of the popularity of wallpaper and the use of arsenic in producing it. Um, what's interesting is, um, so people started noticing this connection between chronic illness and green wallpaper. Um, so those who were not feeling too great by sleeping in green papered rooms um, strangely regained their health by travelling to the country for almost this breath of fresh air. <laughs> um, and they also noted that bedrooms that were decorated with green wallpaper had no bed bugs as well, which, you know, yeah. pros and cons yeah. of that. Why were there no bed bugs? Wait, so does that... Are you saying so the green wallpaper had a bit of arsenic in it? Is that mm, what, yeah, it, so the yeah. paint that was used contained arsenic, which oh, was God. released into the air, and it could have uh, slowly killed... And that's what killed, killed the bedbugs as well, then? The bedbugs and yeah. Napoleon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the bedbugs take as much arsenic as a person no, does. No, no, probably not. Probably <laughs> I not. would imagine not. Anyway, um, scientists and also Wikipedia tell me that... The Brilliant sauce. <laughs> I know. Napoleon did, in fact, die from an advanced case of gastric cancer. However in line with this episode. Yeah. We, we may never yeah. know. <laughs> Hello, this is Elementary on Fuse FM, and I'm going to pass over to Karis for a game of science facts or science fiction. Hello. So I did not want to get the answers wrong again, so I've decided to ask the questions this time, and I'm very Sneaky. excited about it. Yes. <laughs> okay, so your first potential <coughs> fact is, despite its popularity as a poison, Arsenic can be detected easily with a blood test. Your second potential fact right, okay. is in the early 2000s, arsenic was approved for the treatment of cancer, some cancers. Really? Your third <laughs> potential fact is certain foods, including apple pits, contain arsenic. Okay. Ooh, hmm. okay. So I think the apple pit one is wrong because I think that's cyanide, oh, I think. If, okay. That sounds like a very educated, well-spoken answer. <laughs> I would probably go with... I just can't see arsenic being used to k treat cancer. I'm just like... I mean, I could mm. kind of see it, but I feel like that was just so dangerous. So I'd probably go with that one as being the false one. Which one's the right one? Oh, well, then the right one is... Uh, wait, what was the first one again? That it can be detected via a blood test. Okay. 
Yeah, sure, I'm going to go with that one. That was probably the true one. Okay. What about you, Elizabeth? You know, I think I'm going to go for the second one. Actually, no, 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 wait. I want to change my <laughs> If arsenic could be t- t- like tested via blood test, then people who poison their partners would be found out, surely. Yeah, so, but um, it was used as a poison, like ages ago okay this is yeah. nowadays yeah. all right fine we'll go with that one okay the blood test yeah the blood test is the true one okay i'm gonna go for the second one which one was that the um <laughs> uh it can be used as a treatment i reckon in small quantities it could be used okay <laughs> maybe so elizabeth is actually right in 2002 the fda approved it for the treatment of some forms of leukemia specifically um, which I don't really today. know how. I don't know if it's still used now or, but I thought that was really weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. seems like a bad thing. Um, it can actually be tested, but through hair, not blood. Oh right, okay. And you were right. Apple pits contain cyanide, uh, not arsenic. <laughs> Just one of those random facts yeah, yeah. that you tend to pick up yeah. over time. Nice. Okay, so thank you for that then. Hello and welcome back to elementary. So now we've got. Karis talking about the effects of poisoning of arsenic. Yes. Yep. Fun, I know. Take it away. Okay. So arsenic does a lot of stuff in your body that you don't want it to do. Um, It interferes with like a bunch of pathways in your cells and just generally. And one of the main pathways it interferes with is the one that makes ATP, which is what your cells use for energy. And that's bad because it causes them to die because they can't make any energy to do anything anymore. Um... It also stimulates the production of hydrogen peroxide in your cells. Right. Doesn't sound good. It it is not good. It causes a bunch of free radicals to form, which Uh, then react with everything and... And... Everything in your body, but you get, like, major organ failure. Oh, God. Yeah. pretty brutal. So, and like Joe said earlier, some animals do need it, though, but... In small quantities. yeah, Yeah, but not humans. It's bad for us. So... You have acute effects, which is what people would experience if they're poisoned. And this can happen under a tenth of an ounce of arsenic, so it's quite a small amount. Yeah. And this causes vomiting, abdominal pain, diarrhea, low blood pressure, causing like tingling in your limbs, muscle cramping, and eventually death. So it's not the most pleasant way to go. No, it's not. (laughs) Pretty awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It can also have long-term threat effects and this is normally when it's like consumed through water or food um normally inorganic arsenic yeah that's the most more poisonous one isn't it yeah yeah so the first changes you'd see from like long-term arsenic consumption would be changes to your skin this would include like the pigmentation of your skin the color uh you'd have lesions something called hyperkeratosis which is like hard patches on your hands and feet especially Does this happen like quite fast? Or do you um, know this is within five, like five years, kind of, is like uh, the kind of when these changes start showing up. Wait, so if someone gets arsenic poisoning, then it takes a long time. To... Well, it depends how much. Yeah. So it could if take it's five a tiny years. amount, yeah. it could take a long time. Wow. Okay. And these signs are thought to be the start of skin cancer because it's also known to cause yeah. skin yeah. cancer. It also has a big correlation with bladder and lung cancer as well, although it's just generally classed as carcinogenic. Yeah. So. Yeah. Probably not a good idea. Um, on top of that, because that wasn't bad enough, it can also cause diabetes, pulmon- pulmonary disease, and cardiovascular disease, all of which will kill you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So it can just cause a lot of problems, basically. Yeah. Obviously, it's also bad if you're pregnant. Don't take it, because it 
um, increases infant and child mortality, usually because of cancer or kidney failure. There's also a lot of studies that show that it decreases cognitive development, intelligence, and memory. So, right, okay. yeah, don't eat arsenic. Yeah. It's bad for you. Yeah, I got <laughs> I got somewhere that, yeah, like there's, it can have caused brain damage. If yeah. like there was, um, so like in agriculture, they used, um, well, the people who put the, because they, they were using insecticides. So the, like the, the workers who were spraying the plants or whatever, some of them would end up with brain damage. So that's leading on yeah. what you're saying. So, yeah, it's just all in all not a very nice compound no. uh, element. Element. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome back to Elementary on Fuse FM. So <laughs> we will now, what we do, do you want to introduce what's next, Iris? Um, yes, we're going to talk about the uses of arsenic. And el- we're going to go to Elizabeth for that. Or no. Joe. Yeah, we're going to yeah. go to Joe for <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll just talk a bit, bit about the uses of arsenic because it's not all bad, okay? It sounds like it is, but it, there is some good uses for it. Um, but this, so basically, it's two arsenic pigments that have been widely used since their discovery. Uh, Paris Green and, and Shields Green. That's the one I mentioned for the wallpaper that uh, could yeah, have yeah. potentially killed Napoleon yeah. Bonaparte. Okay, so maybe it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so after the toxicity of arsenic became widely known, these chemicals, yeah, were used less of- often as pigments and more often as insecticides. So they kind of used, utilized the poisonous element for agriculture, basically. Um, and interestingly, China was the top producer of white arsenic. So there's lots of different green arsenic, white arsenic, uh, with almost 70% of the world's share, followed by Morocco, Russia and Belgium, according to the British Geological Survey and the United States Geological Survey. Now on to the uses. So the primary use of arsenic is in alloys of lead. So it would be used mainly for like car batteries and ammunition. So um, yeah, that, that's the main use of arsenic so far, like other than obviously poisoning people. <laughs> I don't think that's the main use anymore. No. It was probably, but not anymore. Um, so yeah, it can also be, like I was saying, it can also be used as a pesticide. And arsenic and its compounds, especially the trioxide, are using, yeah, the, that's, what's, that's the components that are, that are causing that are producing these pe- pesticides and they were used to treat wood products as like a protection protective layer um and then obviously from that they found out that they were protecting the wood by killing the insects and whatever was on the wood that was causing them to get damaged um so the toxicity of arsenic to insects bacteria and fungi yeah led to its use as a wood press preservative uh, un- unsurprisingly these applications are now declining due to the known toxicity of arsenic and its compounds and having them in agriculture there's sort of ethical debates on to why should we be using it for like on our food that we're going to eventually eat so sense yeah um and also i find it weird but it's also added to chicken feed well like i was saying before in small amounts you c- it is a good thing for some animals added to chicken feed why i don't know so the chickens eat it because yeah. they need it oh yeah that's yeah so, so basically they intentionally added to the feed of chickens raised for human consumption so it promotes the growth of chickens so chickens are fed with arsenic and then we eat the yeah. arsenic chickens yeah that's great that's why i find that slightly odd isn't it like we're eating arsenic really but if if we're getting eating the chickens that you know if you eat meat anyway so yeah that's just food for thought anyway um interesting yeah so under under some conditions, the arsenic in chicken feed is converted to the toxic in organic form. 
Um, so yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about this, knowing that arsenic, <laughs> a potentially toxic compound, is given to chickens, and then we eat it. But yeah, that's that. So that's the uses of arsenic. It's it started off fairly positive, then <laughs> took a nosedive there. Yeah. But yeah. Go on then, Elizabeth. What what did you want to mention about? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, something to mention as well with um, the Victorians. So did you know that Victorians used to use arsenic in cosmetics? No. So um, I think they used to mix it with vin- vinegar and chalk and they used to eat it. And um, it improved the complexion of their faces, uh, which effectively made their skin paler. Um, vinegar and chalk and arsenic must oh. not be fun to eat. Pretty delicious. Um, yeah. But yeah, the things uh, women did to make their Wait, themselves Wait, what did they do with the vinegar? So they mixed arsenic with vinegar and chalk and ate it because it improved their complexion. It made them paler. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say garlic bread. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Oh my god, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, what else are you you mentioned about current public health concerns? Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. Interestingly, arsenic is actually one of the World Health Organization's 10 chemicals of major public health concerns, um, which is, I, I I had no idea. I, you know, when you think arsenic is just like a poison that was used many years ago and it's still, you know, it's, yeah. it is yeah. a concern. Um, so arsenic contamination of drinking water can occur naturally or as a consequence of human activities such as mining and, as you mentioned, for the uses, for example, going into cars and uh, chicken feed Um, and it affects millions of people around the world Um, so arsenic contamination of groundwater is pretty widespread and there's a number of regions where arsenic contamination is pretty significant so at least 140 million people in 50 countries have been drinking water containing arsenic at levels above the world health organization guideline value awful wow it's insane i yeah i just never knew um, and it's um, it's naturally present at high levels in the groundwater of a number of countries. So this isn't just through human activities. It, yeah. it is just naturally there. Yeah. Um, so it's in countries such as Argentina, Bangladesh, Chile, China, India, Mexico. So a huge number of countries. Um, and then the drinking water or crops irrigated with contaminated water and food um, prepared with contaminated water. It, it's the sources of exposure. So as you mentioned, Karis, leading to these chronic illnesses that can lead, eventually lead to uh, what diabetes, heart disease, cancer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. Yeah. Um, arsenic is also readily absorbed by plants and farm produce from groundwater and soil, which can lead to food poisoning. Um, and fun fact, um, so it's obviously much lower now because um, the number of insecticides containing arsenic are yeah. <laughs> not particularly not, yeah. used anymore. Um, but um, people who smoke tobacco can be exposed to the natural inorganic arsenic because tobacco plants readily take up arsenic that's naturally yeah, present in I the soil. That. I think I remember learning about that, actually. Really? Before, yeah, at uni a couple of years ago, or maybe last year. I can't remember <laughs> exactly when, but I remember that coming up. Yeah, so small fads. So Another uh, reason not to smoke, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so um, tobacco plants used to be as alongside many other crops. I think tobacco workers, they got the effect as well like people who were actually on the farm as well of course yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense yeah. anyway yeah so overall um arsenic um thought it was a thing of history but it's still pretty it's a pretty widespread problem still yeah yeah Hello, my name is Elizabeth. Um, this is Elementary on Fuse FM and passing over to Joe. Yeah, sorry about that really long delay there. <laughs> As you can see, we're not 
experts at this. No. We're getting there. We're getting there. So, yeah, I just wanted... Yeah, we're doing Secret Scientist, okay? Yay. But this week, I've done it with a bit of a twist, so it's like, who isn't the Secret Scientist? So I'm going to give you three people, and or three famous people, and then one of them isn't the scientist. And I want you to give me a reason why you think, you know... Doesn't have to be educated or anything. Just give me a reason, okay? <laughs> Good so, feeling. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we've got first person is Mayim Bialik. So if you don't know who she is, she's in Big Bang Theory. She plays she plays Amy doc, uh, Dr. Amy Fowler in Big Bang Theory. She's the one who's with Sheldon. Yeah, she plays a scientist in the show. So that's the first one. Okay. okay. Second one is Benedict Cumberbatch. So. <laughs> Um, he plays obviously Sherlock and he's played Doctor Strange um, so yeah that's the second one I'm pretty sure you know who Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. is <laughs> yes. and interesting fact he kept, he studied at this university Good. but did he study for a science degree ooh interesting right. and then the final person is Ken Jong or Ken Yong I'm not sure how to say that or Ken Jong so he's in Hangover he's the the Chinese guy in Hangover oh yes yeah, yeah? Okay. Everyone, the comedian person he's a comedian as well mm-hmm. he's um in lots of comedies and stuff so yeah the hangover is mr chow so does he is he got a degree or not who knows so well in science so what do you think what do you guys think well i think it's benedict cumberbatch because i reckon he studied some arty thing did you i think he studied oh, like like sure? no but <laughs> i'm gonna guess it anyway <laughs> all right what do you think Hmm, I think so. The person from the Big Bang Theory, I think, has a science degree. Interesting. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch, I have no idea. Um, so therefore, I'm going to go for the the fella from The Hangover. What hasn't got the science degree? Yeah, let's go with that. Okay, sir. So he was right. Karis <laughs> <laughs> is right. You're Yay. right. So, yeah, <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah, he studied like a drama degree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, a master of arts in classical acting um the woman from big bang theory mayim bialik she studied neuroscience yes she's a neuroscientist on she the did, show she did a phd that's cool yeah she yeah. did a phd and a bachelor of science as well at the university of california and then mr chow or ken jong um he was in hangover he studied zoology and medicine he he was a doctor for many years before oh, he, oh wow yeah before he i found it really interesting but yeah before he became a uh, an actor in hangover and whatnot he was a doctor for a good few years what a career choice and, uh, <laughs> yeah, so. a slight change in direction yeah. that's yeah. really cool and he said as well he might go back to medicine eventually because mm-hmm. yeah he's always got that as a backup if, it, <laughs> if the comedy doesn't work out you know so <laughs> it's not not bad not yeah. bad for him at all are we doing in do you think we've got time putting the news on yeah what was what was your little story okay so the other last week i think um some scientists found an elements formed in space heavier than iron which is interesting okay. because previously we've only known the heaviest element we've ever known to be formed in space as iron from the collapse of stars so the heavier elements were seen to be formed when two neutron stars collide okay very interesting because first time it's ever been seen Does, do we know what it's called or i think it was strontium which itself that's, was particularly interesting because it was one of the lighter heavier ones yeah which for some reason that physics reason that i don't know means there's probably all of the heavier I'm elements sure fergus would probably know about what's going yeah on. <laughs> but yeah that's really interesting yeah that's cool yeah okay so 
that's just a little fun little story on the side there so now we're gonna we're gonna sign off now so it's been do you want to say goodbye elizabeth <laughs> i'm elizabeth nice to be chatting goodbye Bye. Yeah, so, goodbye everyone uh, well actually before we properly sign off oh. um i'll just say next week we're talking about carbon and carbon makes up all living things obviously so look forward to that and don't forget to like us on facebook at elementary fuse fm or email elementary underscore fuse fm at outlook.com or hit back in the dms with our brand new twitter <laughs> so, uh, with any comments queries suggestions so yeah anyway we've been elementary so we'll see you next week bye bye